All right. Good evening. We'll call the um, meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to order. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. Good to hear that. Let us all stand now. Mr. Brown, going to lead us in our prayer and our pledge of allegiance. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for bringing us here tonight to do the business of the county, Lord. We're mindful of all those folks that are in harm's way and those that are battling with the tropical storm, those that were lost in the lives uh, down in Miami, Lord. And we're just so grateful, Lord, that you've let us do the things the way that you would have us do them, Lord. As the board considers things tonight, Lord, we just look to you for guidance. We ask for your patience. We ask for your love. We ask you to wrap your arms around us and take care of us, Lord, in the coming days ahead. Lord, just lead us and guide us in everything that we do that'll be right and pleasing for you. Amen. Amen. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thanks, sir. Uh, commissioners Jones and Fraser has to be excused this evening. Uh, and then there's a chance that Commissioner uh, Stevens may join us. We're not exactly sure yet, but we have a quorum, so we are able to go ahead and uh, take care of our official business. All right. The uh, minutes from June would require our approval. June 1st and June 17th. Have we had time to look at those commissioners? If you have, the chair entertain a motion. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Is there a second to that? Second. Motion and a second. We accept the meeting minutes from June 1st and June 17th. Any first of the discussion? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Minutes are adopted for the month of June. All right. Departmental reports right on into LCPC. Mr. Gandhi. How are you? Okay. Hope everyone had a good 4th of July weekend. We did. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. So our first item tonight is a rezoning petition. Uh, it's 2021-29LC. This was submitted by Gene Salter to rezone a six-acre portion of a 61.84-acre property. Is it, Mr. Chairman? You need to go into a pulpit here oh. for rezoning. Thank you, sir. You do help mine somewhere else. Chair, intend a motion to go out of regular session into public hearing. So moved. Second? Second. All in favor? Not in public here. Thank you, Commissioner Waller. Thanks, sir. Let me restart. So, mm -hmm. rezoning petition submitted by Mr. Gene Salter uh, to rezone a six acre portion of a 61 acre property at the intersection of 84 and Leroy Cofer, uh, wanting to rezone from B2 for general commercial to I1 for industrial and operate a wood transfer station there. This property is described as parcel 12071 and located in District 1. Uh, here is a sign we had here right on the edge of the property. A legal ad. So our narrative here from uh, Tier Long. Subject property tax parcel 120071 is located on the corner of East Oglethorpe Highway and Leroy Cofer. Uh, the property fronts along East Oglethorpe Highway and Leroy Cofer Highway and is 61.84 total acres. The site is currently cleared with wooded areas. The current zoning is B2 for general commercial and the proposed zoning is I1 for industrial. The intent of the rezoning is to have six acres of the parcel rezoned to I-1, and the remaining acreage will stay within the B-2 zoning. The proposed use for that six acres is a wood transfer station. So, uh, of course, we all know we're talking about the Salter Field here, uh, coming down 84 out of Hinesville. 
Leroy Kofer's right here. Uh, I'll show you on the map in just a second which part we're talking about rezoning. Uh, but you can see the whole property as it is right now is zone B2. So here's just a clear look at what's on there. Uh, you all know there's probably a, I probably know there's a road right here, another access point up here. I, I say road, it's a dirt access path. But So you can see here which part they're proposing to rezone. Uh, it's just this six acres right here. Uh, this area is wooded right here. Um, so they're kind of going up against the, the wooded area here for this industrial area. Um, but they would mean to access by way of 84 here and come in this way. But of course, there is that other access, uh, which I showed you leading out of this area up onto Leroy Kofer if needed. So our zoning analysis, uh, property does have reasonable economic value, uh, conforms to the JLUS. So this property is designated for commercial and rural mixed use by the comprehensive plan. Rural mixed use does allow for industrial uses, so this new use would meet the comprehensive plan standards. Uh, there will not be an adverse effect on the value and usability of nearby properties. Uh, we would say it is suitable in view of nearby uses because the property is surrounded by commercial uses right now, and there's also the large-scale industrial use across the street. Um, just to remind you all, that is the uh, cement all over here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we do not think this would create any sort of an undue burden on transportation. Uh, this would not allow for short-term gain at the expense of long-term goals. This could possibly cause a domino effect. Um, they may want to rezone more of the property to industrial in the future, but uh, so we said possibly. But uh, there are no unique historical sites noted. Uh, part of the property is in flood zone A, but not the part that they're proposing to rezone. So part of that larger 61 acres is in a flood zone. This part is not. Uh, so we are recommending approval with standard conditions for this rezoning. All right. Uh, you had your yellow signs up. Did you get any uh, feedback? We got a few. Uh, some people called in with questions about, um, one person called in with questions about the access. Um, and I mentioned that would be on the 84 side primarily. Um, and then just some people asking for clarification. Nobody was opposed to it. Uh, let me just run back to the map so y'all can visualize that. Um, let's see. Let me give you first. Any you got any questions, Commissioner Stevens? About no. No. All right. Ready to make a motion? Yeah. I just like to know with that. And it's, I guess it's already been worked out. They'll be using the 84 as that main access point. I believe so, sir. Um, Mr. Salter, maybe you can answer that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Would, you, would you mind coming? Let's talk about getting in and out of there. I know y'all, you had to have already gone through it, but just share with us what. Yes, that gun is off 84. It's got a turning lane already already there. Sure. But there's another road that comes out. It goes on 196 mm -hmm. and had to use it. Okay. So I'll make the circle through the field. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Are people. How much truck traffic do you think? I mean, you said just. I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I was, that, well, all they gonna do? They gonna bring the bring logs in there, yeah. run them across scale, unload them, put them on a concrete slab. You may get them the next day. They'll put them on containers and ship them to the port. So we just gonna be a continuous thing, but I don't think it's gonna be no traffic jam like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. gonna be kind of a slow moving process. Yeah. The mix of trucks and regular traffic getting done. But you got you already been through that. You, you, know, that's a, you already figured that out. 
Yeah, we would be okay. Yeah, get them we had the rock yard guard every 20 years, dump trucks and yeah, dump trailers right. and all. We yeah. never had yeah. any trouble. Yeah, yeah, you did. Always, it's always been smooth. Good point. Okay. All right, any other questions? I'm right. just glad to be sitting here. I think when Gene's dad and Mark had it zoned the first time, I was <laughs> not here. I was sitting where Marion was at, but uh, <laughs> I think you, like you just said there, and Commissioner Stephen knows as good as anything, you Got a red light and got diesel lanes. Mm -hmm. That's all we can ask for. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Santana motion. Just going to make a motion that we rezone this piece of property uh, from B2 to I1 industrial. Second. Motion and second that we approve the rezone request as presented by Jim LCPC. Any further discussion? Everybody seems clear. All in favor, raise your right hand. Rezoning request is approved, Mr. Salter. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Wish you well. Thank you, commissioners. And just want to give you a quick reminder, if you could fill out those financial interest forms if you voted there for that rezoning. All right. And we have one more zoning action for you tonight. So this is a special exception, 2021-31 uh, LC. Uh, Mr. David Cheney, the owner, has submitted a request for a special exception to live temporarily for no more than one year in a motor coach on his property at 97 East 1st Street. This property is further described as parcel 281B45, and it is zoned R2 for single and two-family residential. It is located in District 4. Uh, so here is just an initial picture of the property. I've got some other ones later on in the presentation, too, but in um, our sign. So just to give you an idea of where we are, we're in Isle of Wight uh, up in the top right corner here. You can see where a little arrow is pointing on uh, 1st Street. Uh, this one is zoned R2, like everything around it, uh, for single and two-family homes. So here's a little closer look at the, the property right here. Um, so this is an older picture um, of the, like, you know, from the satellite view. But uh, this is the property we're looking at right here. Uh, if you want to just kind of gauge it, the you know, um, Motor coach is sitting like about right here currently, and this uh, small garage is still there. Uh, the house is not there anymore, and I think Mr. Cheney can probably explain that a little better um, here. Uh, I, David Cheney, very respectfully request a special exception for my motor coach located on my property in Midway. This request is being submitted for a period not to exceed one year. I'm a 100% disabled veteran and have encountered significant financial hardship during the last few years because of Hurricane Matthew and Hurricane Irma. The COVID-19 pandemic has completely stopped any progress within the SBA Disaster Assistance Office. I have an approved SBA Disaster Assistance loan, yet I'm unable to collect these monies to begin construction because of the COVID-19 backlog. Also, the unprecedented increase in lumber prices has delayed the distribution of funds as per my case manager at the SBA. Um, if you have any further questions about that, I'm sure Mr. Cheney will be able to answer them. Uh, so here's a closer look at the uh, property across the motor coach in question. There's the garage that I mentioned, detached garage. Uh, these are the remains of the house that have been put back here. Um, and then just the other angle of the property, um, you can see the uh, water is right over this way. Um, so our planning commission ran through that and uh, the, the planning commission recommended approval for this action for uh, Sorry, this is a rezoning, but it's a uh, special exception with uh, standard conditions. So I can roll back to a picture of it. But if you all have any zoning questions for me. First. Okay. Talk about opposition or 
Um, we have, uh, we've had a few calls uh, from neighbors who are not, uh, you know, who are opposed to this action. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, you know, uh, yeah, I think I, I think we had two calls, I believe. Calls. Yeah, I'm sure. There was there were some, I believe, in attendance that called it. Really? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I believe some of y'all received some calls about this too, separately from our office. So, well, let's hear from Mr. Chain. Is he here? Uh, yes, sir. Let's hear from him. Let's hear from the the, the petitioner first. Then we hear from the other folk who came to speak to the. You just kind of share with us, sir. Come. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give us, give us your name, sir, for the matter of record. I'm, I'm David Cheney. I live at 97 East First Street, Midway, Georgia, 31320. Okay. Give us a little more in-depth conversation have, on what, uh, what you're trying to do here. I, I lost this home to Hurricane Irma, and it's been a long time ago. It's been 2014. Uh, I have currently uh, a, a case that's probably going to go to federal district court I had flood insurance on this property, and I had property and casualty insurance on this property. I have never received a financial settlement on the property other than a, a, a pittance on the uh, a face value of the property. Uh, the, I did receive a letter of substantial damage from the county, uh, which gave me the ability with FEMA to demolish the home. I have gone back in and... Uh, and trying to build a home there, but I have been caught up in uh, uh, COVID over the past almost a year and a half. Everything is slow at the SBA, and uh, the SBA lady told me that there's 18 million uh, cases in the hopper around the United States right now, and with the timber prices, they have to refigure everything, and uh, it's just been it's a real, I've been paying a double mortgage since 2017. And uh, it either is going to work here in the next couple of months or so, or that's it. Uh, I mean, I, I can't take it anymore. But uh, I do think we're on the way to federal district court unless they, they uh, change their mind. And I do have an approved uh, permit and working with, a, uh, with a, an architect out of Savannah that's designed the property. Uh, I did have a building permit on that property for a larger property, but I've had to, to move back because I haven't been able to, to receive the, the, uh, the uh, resources from the insurance. So uh, I, uh, that's, that's, I'll be happy to answer any questions. Mr. Chairman. Yes, Mr. Cheney, have, are you currently living in the matter home? I am right now. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Since 2014? No, sir. Oh, no, sir. No, I was I was living in Reedsville at a family property that uh, uh, and then plus I spent considerable time out west for my daughter's wedding. I haven't been in here for that length of time. And I stayed at the, in Reedsville for uh, a year and a half, two years. And uh, uh, my mother has since died. Uh, my younger brother got in control of that property, and I had to leave. So uh, that's when I purchased this property here. I didn't expect this to go on nearly mm -hmm. this long. I mean, COVID just ground everything to a halt. So how long have you been living in the water Uh It's been several months. Uh, it's probably been, 
I don't, I actually don't remember. I, I had to go before the magistrate to, to answer the question. So it's at least, it's been over six months. Okay. Uh, July 4th, 2019. Okay, I well, I, you've got a, a better outlook. I don't know if I could say that I have been there full time since that time. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, certainly I've been there longer than I wanted to be. Okay. Any other questions for Mr. Cheney before? All right. Thank you, Mr. Cheney. Thank you, sir. All right. Those who are here who would like to speak in opposition, we will give you the same opportunity. If there's a spokesperson, we'd rather you do that. Yeah. <clears throat> My name is Reggie Woods. I'm David's immediate neighbor. I live right across the street from that picture. Can you show us, uh, Mr. Gunn, where he... Mm -hmm. Right, that's my house, and then go up further, and that's my dock lot to the right. Oh, here. And so I chose to build across the street from the house. <coughs> on insurance. Right. Okay. It's a little hard to see, but there's a tie right here. You can see between the properties. This is one continuous property. Okay. All right. I think we got it. Okay, so I was understanding um, when he uh, was passed by the Planning Commission, three to two, um, uh, board rather that he was going to build a garage on top of his garage existing garage and so apartment. apartment so that he could live in the apartment until he got his litigation through his insurance company well that garage is on my property so he cannot build an apartment on top of that garage Number two, that garage was built in 1960s. It was not held, built to withstand a, a two-story apartment on top of it. It had to be torn down. Uh, he has to tear it down now anyway because it's on my property. You can see from this picture without having a survey, which I'm going to have to end up doing anyway because he's fighting me on the border um, by putting up T-posts and a string I just, it's just an annoyance, you know, for me to mow the lawn to separate his property, but he's got it going around bushes right off of the road where you see the number 11 <laughs> on the picture. And I'm sorry, number 12. So this, there's a bunch of bushes here. It kind of dwindled. Uh, goes through those bushes and it goes around these bushes and then it goes to a straight line to the property so it's like you know he's deceiving that this line that property that, I mean that garage is on my property mm. but it most definitely is okay <clears throat> so tell us a little more though about um, your opposition to his requests well, um, a little more. Yes, sir. Other than your, your next door neighbor, he, his garage, you say, is on your property. Yeah, besides the but fact that, that uh, that's not what have that has y'all here today, though. Well, we are because the planning commission approved it based on that he would build a garage. Mm. I mean, an apartment on top of that garage. The he garage can't. Is not, <clears throat> the garage, is it attached to the house? No. So it's, it's a, a freestanding garage mm -hmm. 
And I didn't mind my uh, previous neighbor, Mr. Johnny Brandt, uh, Danny Brandt's father, and Rhonda Brandt. I mean, uh, it was Rhonda Brandt, right? No, Danny Brandt, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And um, very nice gentleman. You know, I moved there. And he died in that house and his wife. And, you know, I helped him out as much as I could. And so I just let it go. Well, well, David is, you know, just heck bent on getting, you know, crouching over onto my property to the point that he's accused me of uh, running, you know, my lawnmowers are running on his grass. That's why he put that up. Well, we never had to cover up ruts. We, you know, that's not true. We never had to do any of that. It's just, in, it's just a slow encroachment. It doesn't, and that's, I don't even know why there's one there anyway other than to kind to deceive the fact that if you really go from point A to point B on the uh, surveyed uh, markers, that it will fall underneath that, right on the edge of that garage mm -hmm. corner. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't blame David for trying to uh, get money, you know, and, and build a new house. Um, when he only got a certain amount of money from FEMA, um, you know, that, that's sad. But the house is, you know, built in 1960s, 70s. Um, his plan was to just slowly, you know, remodel the house. He had gutted the entire house, and the hurricane came, so they all looking at it. Well, it doesn't have interior walls. Some of the ceiling was down. They said there was structural, you know, damage when the concrete wasn't laid, you know, within code. So he didn't, he didn't have an opportunity to get the money that he needed because of the house situation. And the property is worth more than the house was by far. So, you know, that's an unfortunate for David. You know, I felt sorry for him that he couldn't do that. But there's no way that he's going to be able to fight this litigation and get all that, get the money that he's seeking um, within a year to keep that mobile home there another year, which has already been there, what, two years now. And there's three properties on Isle of Wight, and I want to say in the last six months, it's been, I'm close, that I have had to move their trailers because of the ordinance. And so they weren't given special exceptions to an ordinance so I'm here today to tell you that if you're going to give David special acceptance to an ordinance, we're going to have campers all over Isle of Wight living in campers. And I have no, you know, no problem with somebody doing that. Well, he's done it for two years. Um, and we haven't said anything. Um, but it's going to continue on and on. And, and I, I, from what you know, he's saying with the litigation, it can't be done within a year, so he's going to be back up here asking for another special exception. And um, I don't really, I don't really understand um, why the border, you know, between me and him is such a big deal that he's got to put up T post and you know a, a surveyor tape to split our property to make sure that I know that I can't go any inch on his property. Well, you got a big rock pile higher than your camper in your yard. Your pool has been, you know, torn. You know, the whole one wall, uh, wall on his pool is caved in. His whole 
dock is, is, is shattered and sitting on the side of the Jericho River and you're worried about, you know, our little property line. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm getting into some personal things that I really didn't want to yeah, get into. You are, and I was just getting ready to tell you that. Did, but did, I, did, I don't want to get your name personal? for the matter record. I, I, you know, I apologize, David, for get, yeah. getting into personal, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if... Today if things always, hadn't turned out like they did, yeah. you know, and uh, we could just get along, yeah. you know, everything be fine. But yeah. there's a board award that started, and <laughs> I didn't start it. Yeah. I've been trying my hardest, honestly, yeah. to make this work. Yeah. And uh, it, I don't see where it's going to work. And if he's going to be there another year, he's going to need another special yeah. exception. Yeah. And, and the speech you're making now, you made the same speech at the uh, LCPC? No, did not? Okay. No, unfortunately, I think only one person called in mm -hmm. on the um, planning board. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have any opposition because, and, we, we, and a lot of people talked about it, and we felt like he didn't have any opposition because it was against ordinance. Mm -hmm. How could you possibly win when it was completely against ordinance? I see. And, I see. Um, okay. Right. We didn't. We didn't say anything. All right, I understand, sir. Sir, uh, what was the, uh, your name there? Reggie Woods. Mr. Woods, <clears throat> how long is this uh, garage or what it is called? How long has it been there? Um, one, the one right there up on the map. One right there. Correct. How long has it been there? It's been there. Um, the previous owner built it um, when that happened. When that lot of mine was completely just nothing but trees, uh, he, he built it then, and he admitted that it's on my side of the property. And, and I said, "Well, it's just to Eve." I said, you, "You, you know, I don't have an issue with it." Not then. Not then. Mr. Brant was a very nice guy. And that makes a difference. Okay. As long as somebody's cordial to you, you know, their old man, mm -hmm. used to help him fix his lawnmowers. We used to have nice conversations. Uh, we didn't have border wars. Mm -hmm. We didn't have any issues. <clears throat> uh, thank you. And we're not going to fight a border war here tonight either. Chairman, I think uh, we, we might need to just postpone this until, yeah. until uh, the Let me, let me the do one other meeting. thing. Thank you, sir. Don't lose train of thought. Um, but... The request tonight is simply what, what he presented. That's the, by having the motor coach there, uh, and that's it. Everything else you guys have to work out you know, in the courts or however you work those out. But tonight it's about giving him permission. Well, I, I got off yeah. topic, but the main thing is, is he cannot build his apartment on an unstructured, not. And, and that will be something that he will have to deal with with, with uh, planning and zoning when it comes to that structure and what will be allowed and not be allowed. Well, All, right. All right. Thank Thanks. you, sir. All right. Based on the special exception, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. The apartment's coming first. Yeah. I hear you. Yes, when Mr. Cheney presented to the Planning Commission, he talked about building an apartment above that garage. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to make sure you all know that would actually be under the consideration of the Building and Licensing Office. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's true. That's true. It's out in the county. I'd right. be reminded of that. Yeah. 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 Jeff didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Last statement, please, sir. Uh, I've had this survey three times. 
by and also different architects. I had to have a, 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 a survey done of the elevation certificate uh, in order to build the tower. I've never planned to do anything with the, uh, the garage that he's speaking out of. That, that it's, it's termite ridden anyway. It's going to fall down. The, the, the thing that I'm going to do is completely on the other side, and I'm using an architect that's, that's, that's designing plans, and those are going to be submitted to, to the county like I did uh, before on the other house. That, if it gets all the way down to it, that is a substandard lot, and I would use that lot used to be number 12 and 13, but the lots were split in half, and you got half of the lot over here on this side. And then you've got another lot over here on this side. The landline is the line that, the, the, that, that follows the deeds and it also follows the uh, uh, survey. Okay, thank you. Now, um, for, for y'all's information, the commissioner for your district, Commissioner Jones, could not be here. He wants to have say so in, in this decision. So he asked us if we were here to do the hearing, he's going to listen to the listen to it on Facebook Live or whatever. And then we're going to bring you guys back at the mid-month meeting for, for a decision. All right. But tonight was for he, he, he called to respectfully ask that we hear you guys out. He's going to listen to it himself. And then at our mid-month meeting, and uh, Jeff will tell you when that is, we'll make our decision at that time. Okay. Right. And just my last statement. Okay. Um, the survey, I talked to the surveyor guys and told them, please do not go by this stake by the water by the river because it is not official and my my neighbor put this stake down it is a rebarb it's not even a stake and they said oh no we're professors we won't do that so then i looked and they put a stake by the rebarb <laughs> so i called the real surveyor that actually writes the survey out and i said sir i said i've noticed you got a you know marker down he goes oh yeah they found a marker was there one one there was one there already I'm like, well, I specifically ask you guys not to go by that marker because it wasn't official. I'm the only guy in Isla White that has a 50, uh, everybody else has 60 foot lots. <laughs> Mine is only 57.77. So I have to get a new survey because of all this, because that is not right. Okay. All right. But even though where it is, yeah. that garage still falls on my property. All right, sir. All right. I'm sorry y'all have gotten to this. Well, it was only recently. Yeah, yeah. all right. All right, mid-month meeting, we'll, we'll put you on the agenda. Well, I have a chance to speak, sir. I thought he was the spokesperson for. I have, I have. Well, I didn't, well, I didn't, I didn't uh, actually officially sign up as a spokesperson. Well, I asked, I said, send me the spokesperson, whoever could be the, you had something, you had something uh, different than. Oh, Come on, sir, give us your name. I'm going to read from a statement. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Thank you, sir. All right. And I have some photos, Mr. Brown, if you would provide these. Sure. Be glad to. Thank you. Yes, sir. I thought you meant out. Greetings. My name is Frank Vercel and Isle White, East First Street resident and property owner within 200 feet of Mr. Cheney's property. 
Mr. Cheney keeps a demolished residence stored as a huge pile of rubble on his property with the potential of infestation to include a dilapidated in-ground swimming pool, which essentially is a mosquito hazard to the environment and a potential health hazard <coughs> to our pop local population. For at least two years or more, Mr. Cheney has been in violation of the county ordinance restricting motorhomes as residences in R2 zoned areas. He has been cited for this violation and now is requesting special exception to now be allowed to, to, to remain using his motorhome as his home. This, I feel, will be an embarrassment to this board if you choose to choose this following action for these reasons. An approval of this request will essentially set a precedent for others to make more of the same request, further causing harm to property values and damage the community harmony we historically have shared. And anyone who knows Mr. Cheney knows he expresses intentions that he has no intention to keep. It has been heard that his true intention is to remain on said property, only to gather plans to relocate to reside nearby his family somewhere out west. I hereby oppose this action in regards to the restoring, in regards to restoring the peace and tranquility we once had in our neighborhood and request denial of the special exception. A previous letter has been sent to our commissioner, Mr. Maxie Jones, in regards to this action, to which I will not present, but will concur with the statements within. End of statement. Thank you, sir. All right, be in touch with the commissioner. Right. Mr. Chairman, you, you, you had a motion to table. table this? Yes, sir. From Commissioner Stevens? Yes, com Commissioner Jones. I also wanted to mention one thing uh, that's a little puzzling to me. Of course, I've, I've heard both uh, the people in opposition to it, uh, Frank and his neighbor there, but the, the one question that I had was if was the mobile home or the travel trailer or whatever, was it ever approved by uh, zoning to have it put out there? Did the did Liberty County zoning? Okay, then do you know if there was a, a, a permit to park it out there? Uh, there wouldn't have been a, any sort of a permit for parking. And okay, park. but did y'all communicate with our building inspections to see if they'd been one out there? Uh, Jeff, Has there ever been a building permit? I mean, any type of a permit? No, the magistrate don't do that. The, the magistrate tells you to move it. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I'm questioning is, <laughs> have, we, have we got a permit from Mr. Zeckman's office that gives him permission to have it out there? No, Mr. Zeckman's office is the one that took him to the magistrate because he didn't have a permit. Okay, so right now it's in violation. That's correct. The magistrate said to move it, Mr. Cheney? Uh, no, sir. The, the magistrate directed me to go through the, 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 the steps that I'm going through. Right now. Okay. Uh, to the All right. And, and then. Situation in the, uh, in the right. Well, I mean, two, two years is two years. Whether you said it was 2019, some say 2014. July. I, I remember when Irma and the other one came through. Quite got a real good memory of that. But the. Um, the distance from a property line to put a building up, that is how far, Jeff? Uh, so, well, for a, a one like that, an accessory building, it's 10 feet. It's 10 feet. So right now, that one there would be encroaching on the property line if, in fact, so that right there is a, I, I wanted to make sure I asked these questions right here. And the... Um, you, mm -hmm. The variance that he's the, the time you've already been out there, Mr. Cheney, you've been there for two years. 
Well, I know you've got wheels under it, but what I'm saying, you've had it for two years going and coming? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That's all I got, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Chair, <clears throat> do they have power out there? Do we have power? Uh, Septic? From the, from the house, from the previous house. From the previous house. Mm -hmm. It's just that it was not approved. And when he went to magistrate court, which is useless, it lost it. It's still sitting in magistrate court, correct? The magistrate sent him to you guys. Because she don't want to do they nothing. They kind of parked it and they, they referred him to you as a as a administrative remedy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mr. Chairman, I, like I said, I stand behind the, the right. second of the motion yes, that sir. we hear right. just as soon as possible. Uh, if you mid-month mid to be fine. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. That's fine with me. All in favor of that motion. Yes. All right. We're here at our mid-month meeting. You all are welcome to come back at that time. All right. It's, but it's been good. So, so we get to hear the whole, mm -hmm. get heard a whole lot, actually. <laughs> a lot more than we expected. Mr. Chairman, if, um, <clears throat> I know Mr. Jones uh, couldn't be here today, but mm -hmm. if for some reason Mr. Jones can't be here, uh, which is, Next Thursday, mm -hmm. mid month meeting. We'll, we'll move on. 15th. We'll, 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 we'll make a decision. We'll move on. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. We'll, Thank right. you. We'll move on. Yeah. All right. What's that? Thank you, Commissioners. All right. Thank you. Chair, we can just adjourn and go back to regular meeting. All right, Chair. Obtain the motion to adjourn and go back to regular so meeting. So moved, Mr. Chair. Second. Second. All in favor? All right. Mr. Chairman, before we move right along there, I, mm -hmm. I, I know there's been a lot of talk and what, what we talked about. And, Joey, I know you. Be glad to give Mr. Cheney the information about when the next meeting is and the time frame that he's got. Uh, like what Commissioner Gillard said, we may have to push it on one, another meeting, but make sure everybody knows mm -hmm. seemed, the program. Seemed pretty cut and dry. Yeah, we need, we need to go ahead and <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. So All right, Miss Sanchez. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I'm here to present, can you hear me okay? Here to present yes. the final plat for the colonies at Habersham Plantation, phase 3A. This is the uh, owner is Habersham Development Group. The TR Long Engineering designed this project. It is eight lots of, for single family homes on 9.17 acres, and it's on Wilkins Road, which is off of Habersham Road. This is uh, one phase of what was preliminary platted a few months ago, which was a total of 53 lots, and I, f I forget how many acres exactly it was. But um, phase 3A is the eight lots that are roughly in this corner here of what was uh, phase three. And just to point out again that this star right here is where the community water system is for this uh, development. This was the overall uh, preliminary plat for the entirety of phase three. I've outlined in red here what is the eight lots that are part of uh, the final plat for phase 3A. Uh, one thing I'd like to point out here that the, the lots, the five lots on this side, they do, the property lines do go to the center line of the pond, and there's another pond back here that's part of this lot as well. And it's kind of hard to see, but right along here especially, the road is not centered within the right-of-way. So the change, one change they have made from the preliminary plat to this final plat is starting right here at this corner. They've increased the right-of-way by seven feet for the entirety along here to this point. So they, they couldn't make this entire portion 
um, seven feet wider because this lot right here in the corner was preliminary, it was final platted already in phase two. So this is the actual final plat. I've just added color just to, to show you. It's not actually part of the official uh, final plat, but these are the five lots over here and the three lots over here. The lots range in size from roughly 21,800 square feet to just under 32,000 square feet of usable area. The net lots are, are bigger, but um, especially the ones that have the pond in the back here. And here, this lot is actually like two, over two acres and it's got about 25,000 square feet of usable area. There are um, drainage easements around the ponds and there's also drainage easements to bring street drainage to the pond, but that is not the responsibility of the county. The county will only be um, responsible for the drainage within the right of way for the public street. As I mentioned, this is uh, phase three was a total of 53 acre, 53 lots, sorry, and this one is eight acres, eight lots, and um, so they're only dedicating approximately 740 linear feet of Wilkins Road to the county at this time. So each, each lot will have its uh, private on-site sewage disposal system and will be served by that uh, privately operated community water system. The Liberty County Health Department does have jurisdiction over the septic systems and they have signed off on the final plat and it's noted that review and approval by the department for each septic system placement is required prior to issuance of a construction permit. So as I mentioned, in addition to the streets being dedicated to the, uh, the county, the drainage system within is also being dedicated. The ponds and the drainage facilities outside of the street right of way will be the responsibility of either the HOA or the property owner. And there is a note on this plat that indicates that um, this responsibility has to be noted on the deeds for these lots that are sold. There are still a few um, required improvements but have not yet finished, which is typical. They don't like to build sidewalks or put in street trees while they're constructing houses because they'll just get destroyed. Um, but installation guarantees in the form of cash that are now in an escrow account have been provided for the primary improvements for $579.60. This includes the grassing within the right-of-way. And for the secondary improvements, uh, $29,532 $29, is for the sidewalks and the trees along the street. Um, initially, at the time that this was submitted to um, Maria at the, in, at the administra, administrator's office, they were gonna provide a letter of credit for the $8,002.20 for the maintenance. Um, in lieu of that, they have provided and has turned in a, a check for that amount that will also be held in escrow. So they're covered on all accounts for the installation guarantees and the maintenance guarantees. Uh, the Planning Commission at its meeting last month recommended approval with standard conditions for the final plat for the colonies at Habersham Plantation, Phase 2A. And the property owner and the engineers are both here if you have any questions. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir, Commissioner. Ma'am, did I hear you clearly saying that the water going to the holding pond would not be the responsibility of the county? Correct. Okay, what happens when that holding pond gets filled? It's Where does the water flow to then? Um, let me just 
So there is a whole drainage system. There is, I mean, there's this pond in the middle, which is designed to hold the water for the 25-year storm, which is what our regulations require. And I guess I would leave it up to the engineer to indicate where the water goes from there. Right. It was the county that did the construction plan review for this project. No. You're back. Yes, sir. How are y'all? You. Uh, I'm Charles Way. I'm Habersham Development Group. So if you look at that large pond in the middle um, towards sort of the um, right-hand corner of it. You can click. And oh, yeah. It's Right there, mm -hmm. there are two previously controlled or installed outlet control structures that were designed when this subdivision was originally put in place. So water goes from the lots either to the street, and if they go to the street, they go into a culvert, which then goes to the pond, or if the water off the back of the lots goes directly into the pond. The, when the pond rises to a certain level, it spills into the control structure, which then pipes it into this little pond, which then has its own outlet control structure that eventually discharges it into the wetland area. And all that's part of the approved drainage system. Uh, T.R. Long did all the hydrology model calculations and that sort of thing. Okay. And this is, this is you or this is Commissioner? Commissioner Jones. Oh, well, we got to stand in for him tonight. Yes. Mm -hmm. He didn't ask to table this one. Okay. I, I wanted to, uh, were you through, Commissioner Steve? Yeah, go ahead. I, I was understood that you said the ditches would be the responsibility of the county? The, the roadside ditches are in the, are in the right of way. Now, they'll be, they'll be graded by us. We'll have, we will install the driveway culverts for each of the individual lots, and the homeowner will be responsible for cutting the grass and those sorts of things. I'd have to defer to Marty or the engineer on what, whether, where that demarcation goes as far as what the county's responsible for. But I think that's just referring to the pipes that go into the road. And if there's a issue with those or a failure in the future, just like if you had curb inlets, if there was a pipe under the road, that would but be. But is all of it, is, is part of that curb and gutter? No, sir. None of it? The, the, oh, this the, the, entire, dirt. the entire uh, plan development was previously approved to have mm -hmm. no curb and gutter. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we, we had an area there that Commissioner Gillard and I went in and looked at. That was the first part of it that we actually held up because they didn't have um, the concrete over some of the manholes. We went in there and looked at it one day, but th that was probably before your time uh the entrance road out there does have curb and gutter what i'd call and the that was what road. i was under the impression it was all going to be curb and gutter but it's not going to be curb and gutter jeff mm -mm. Not, not this so we discussed when he was here last time pardon me that's what we discussed when he was here last time approved and mm -hmm. they're, they're bringing it back now for a final mm -hmm. of what you previously approved. And phase one and two were previously built are also roadside ditch culverts. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the fellow with his hands on his chin back there that's got to be in charge of getting it fixed. And that's was my next question is that's, <laughs> right. uh, that's going to be a burden. I mean, Clint, we, 
Well, I want to hear from you. I mean, it's not in my district, but I'm. So it'll well, be grassed, and then in the end, what you'll do is you'll have to sit up in the road and mow it. Well, them homeowners generally they mow it. Yes, yes. All the way up right. to the asphalt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, just if you had curb and gutter, like I said, you know, the homeowner would typically cut the grass all the way to the back of curb, even if it's in the right of way. It'll be the same here. Mm -hmm. And so when they, when I have my my year closeout of my maintenance bond, part of that will be permanent grassing in the ditches. Um, and when they go and build the houses, they will sod the front yards as well as the bottom of the ditch up to the edge of the asphalt. So then the, the culvert pipes that he's speaking about, those will be the responsibility. It'll revert back to you. So if one gets broke, you've got to dig it up and fix it. Well, which, which is going to be cemented? Over? It, it's all reinforced concrete pipe. But, but my, what Commissioner Warren, I'm just piggybacking on what he's saying. After you concrete it out all the way to the road, driveway pipes get broke. Mr. Wells got to go in and replace that pipe and replace that cement. The drive. I don't think the I don't think no, the residential I, driveway is. I would think the driveway would uh, be a responsibility of, yeah, of, of the, the homeowner. homeowner. The, the culvert and the driveway all the way out to the road would be, should we be need a responsibility. To, we need to make sure that's clear now. Mm. If, if the homeowner does something, I don't know if it's one of the pipe, I don't know what we would do, but, yeah, we might can make them pay for it. But generally, the way it works from the right-of-way on is us. Uh, we, we have to maintain it. We would have to replace, if, if something happened with the culvert under the driveway, mm -hmm. If it collapsed or something like that, um, we would have to replace it. The county. Nor normally, if it's built as part of the development and paved as part of development, and we accept it already paved, then normally we would. Now, if it was a section where it was accepted by the county that was, you know, not concreted from asphalt to there, and the mm -hmm. homeowner made improvements to it, then normally it'd be the homeowner's responsibility. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was just thinking that the from the paved road to his house the garage that um he puts a culvert under there so that he can access his house from the road it, which means so he puts a pipe under there that you know that fits the the drainage and, and the but but, is, but but that's his i'll follow you completely but i think where when we accept it in place mm -hmm. as we will once those improvements are in place then it, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but to answer your question, that has been the county's responsibility. I, I would say that the culverts are not in place right now. Those are the, the culverts and the drives, driveways will be installed with the homes. Right. So if, if, that, if that's a line of demarcation there, I mean, as it stands tonight, the driveway culverts are not in. What's in is the, the, the concrete pipe and the culverts going underneath the road that will pass the water from this side of the ditch mm -hmm. to this side of the ditch, and then there's a culvert that goes from the road back to the pond. Mm -hmm. The county's primary responsibility, as I understand it, I don't want to, is the culvert that crosses underneath the road. Under the road. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all, and it mm -hmm. could be if, if y'all decide to that we need to look into changing. I, I, I think we do, Joey, because, because um, you know, that, that is, that's more uh, private than, than anything. The, the driveway from the county road to the resident is 
that's how he's planning on getting there. So he puts a pipe under there so that the water can flow. And he takes that concrete driveway up to his house. Uh, or, and, if, and if he didn't want to do that, he could park on the side of the road and jump the ditch and go in there. Well, and, and the reason I brought that up is you have people now that'll pull in, in front of a residence and block the driveway and they'll say, well, this belongs to the county. This driveway belongs to the county. And that's why, uh, I mean, mm. the driveway actually is to the residence, but mm. they'll park from one end to the other. Even right here in town, we've seen that, and I'm sure mm -hmm. Mr. Gillard knows what I'm talking well, about. Yeah. But my other question is, you know, the maintenance in the long term is, um, you know, we, we constantly are trying to pave our dirt roads and try to put curb and gutter in when we can. And I thought, and it's my mistake, it's not, not, not that something one. I drive and look at, but the front part of it is That's curb nice. and gutter in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, if a moving van decides, okay, well, I can make it in there and then I crush the culvert, who's going to fix it? I, I would, again, I, that's something that y'all will have to decide, I guess. But we will. If, it were, if it were a curb and gutter subdivision and somebody dropped a forklift or a pallet on somebody's driveway right behind the back of the curb, I don't think that would be the county's responsibility to fix it. That would be the homeowner's responsibility to fix it. I don't, I don't think the circumstances are really that different. Um, but... You know, again, that's. I'll be glad. I can talk to I can talk to okay. Mr. Davis and see how we can do that. Yeah, we make can. sure it follows the deeds and stuff mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. it changes hands three but, times. But I, I do know that uh, Mr. Wells in the road department, over time, um, if there was some blockage or some drainage or some silt buildup in that open ditch, that the county would have to go in there and excavate it. You know, to to remove that. I mean, that that wouldn't be up to the homeowner that would be uh, mm -hmm. that would be the road department's responsibility mm -hmm. I, I, would th I would think and, and i believe that part of their part of their final inspection for the homes is that the ditch is stabilized with sod and the pipes free of sediment before they get their co mm -hmm. so once you have permanent grass mm -hmm. down that risk is minimized not to say that it won't ever happen oh it, it will but <laughs> that is a pancake out there it, it will, it will. Mm -hmm. all right so, it. Thank you. Yeah, thank y'all. So somebody stand in for Commissioner Jones, if you will. Ah. Yeah. Yes, sir. I just want to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Since we're going to take this back to the attorney, how can we net that in? Whichever way we go with the emotion. I think you mean that for future. I would, yeah, so really talking in the future. Future. Yeah. I'm, future. I'm, yeah. Not with this. Not one, with this. In the future. In the future. In the future. This is one that's gonna get by. Mm -hmm. Another one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The next. One. Yeah. So you, Mr. Chairman, you wanted to. Um, yes, sir. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman, I'll I'll make a um, a motion for approval with standard conditions for the final plat of the colonies at Hapersham Plantation Phase Three A. Okay. Is that second? I'll second it. Within a second, with the notes that we're given our county administrators as we look forward to future growth for the county. It's not about you. You just brought no. something to us that we need to address. Mm -hmm. We need to address. All right. Uh, all in favor? Any opposed? Yeah, now, this, this is the one that uh, one opposed. This, this, but this is the one that I think um, Commissioner Jones had you know, mm -hmm. talked did. about when he, he one of his first meetings. That he did. Mm -hmm. about, yeah. And you know, he has some, he some real. Um, if, if it's not, too late now. 
<laughs> kind of late now, though. I think it was three too late. One. Three to yeah. one. Yeah. Did we vote on? Well, hopefully we got we some did. good stewards, and they—that's not going to be the only place they want to be. Also, I mean, mm -mm. I, mm -mm. I appreciate you being up front with us on it. Um, that's all we want is something that's going to last for some time. And the reason that I've addressed it is we have a couple of issues where it's not been done. And uh, Flint's got to maintain them. Adam knows that as good as anybody. So we just want to make sure we're doing the right thing. And I'm sure that after tonight, it'll be done right. Mm -hmm. All right. Speaking of Clint. Public works. There he is. Clint, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, son, but you know that's, <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's where you that's where the rubber meets the road. Yep, yep. That's, that's fine. It's all good. The water meets the ditch. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> water meets the, the pipe. Road department. Uh, and speaking of that, the state has gone to that here here lately. They don't do near as much on driveway as you pretty much on your own with the yeah. state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found that out on, even on their own roadside ditches. They won't yeah. hardly do anything. So. They, they grant you an easement. what they say to cross their property. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes for you to cross it is on you. And they tell you how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's something that um, the way we're going, we're probably going to need to adopt that, Mr. Chairman. We need to get, I guess, what our yeah. LCP As says. we have more um, growth in unincorporated Liberty County. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is a place for that, definitely in them residential areas, because, like you say, getting in there trying to clean ditches and all that. So, but, you know, just think about it. If if we say it's ours, then um, somebody could park there if they wanted to. And then if the, the guy said, uh, "Well, wait a minute, this is mine," mm -hmm. as as we've done in the past, once you accept it from the back of that right of way on is ours. Mm -hmm. But they do treat like it's theirs, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm serious. You parked in front of my house. I mean, yeah. you, you can block it. You can block it I've because it's it. actually a city. Anybody that we put in driveways for, we charge them mm -hmm. for the initial, you know, for the first driveway. Mm -hmm. We charge them. They pay. And we put it in. See, I know it. In certain parts of Hinesville, they, they got that corrugated metal that's just mm -hmm. continuing and, and, and eroding. Yeah, we and, don't use so it. can you imagine if the city took that ownership, we'd be out there doing construction all day long because yeah. all the metal pipes uh, need to be replaced. Right. Mm -hmm. The homeowners replace it now because it belongs yeah, to Yeah, that's, that's mm -hmm. definitely something needs to be looked at. Because like, yeah. like you said, you would you spend all your time yeah. doing mm -hmm. that. I have to get a construction. The only, the only thing I would be, so I had to step out and make sure you knew in the meeting was, is how you track and know which ones are grandfathered because they were before tonight, which ones are not going forward, mm -hmm. and yeah. how that's kept even going forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess once you say all these are going to be grandfathered by address, mm -hmm. but somebody's going to have to track that so that when somebody gets a call to a pipe, they know whether it's covered or not, you know. We just well, got, we got to work that out. Mm, yeah, I think you can. Uh, on, on grandfather, but we can we can, <laughs> we can work that out. We can get worked out. Have your own yeah. Let me leave the county first. Yeah, just change, <laughs> we'll get that worked out. Change, change it from a grandfather to a first cousin. <laughs> well, let, let me say this: we get it worked out. You can leave here tonight and drive within two and a half miles of here, and there's brand new homes that or that 
Clinton has already been in there. They ain't even been moved in them, and he's had to go in there and clean the ditches out mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And there's not a soul living in those areas. But you still got, I mean, in order for it to drain, mm. we've got to have our, our structures clean. And yeah. I, I see it every day, and they ain't even nobody paying taxes on the houses yet. <laughs> so it'll get worse. What you well, got, sir? Well, what I'm here for is probably something <laughs> I've never done is get y'all to rescind a uh, vote we took uh, on the the ro- on the grapple truck. Mm-hmm. I knew the truck wasn't quite what it was supposed to be spec-wise. The truck was in Augusta. When they delivered it, it just wasn't going to work. So sent that truck back. Mm-hmm. I just need to get y'all to rescind that so I can rebid it. You're talking about the grapple, like, like the grapple what, what Mike Howard drives, yeah, something like that? Yeah. What, what's wrong with it? With the body wasn't as big as what it's supposed to be. Okay. At okay. 26 yard. I was under the impression it was a 26 yard. Okay. And we bid a 30. Okay. But when it got there, it was not a 26 yard. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said it's not the 26 yard? Mm-hmm. It was 20 yard. Man, yeah. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do All that. All right. Help, help, us, help us to formulate so that, it sir. It would be a motion to second to rescind an earlier motion to approve the bid to um, a Freightliner. A Freightliner Savannah for the purchase of the grapple truck. I'll make that motion just exactly how he pressed. You did a good job of taking words right out of my mouth. Second. Yeah. You took the words out of your mouth, too? Yeah. <laughs> motion is second. We rescind the uh, Freightliners, you said. And I thank you, and I apologize. That's, that was on me. All right, let's, let's vote. Okay. And as part of that, it's to rebid, so we'll be, okay. we'll be taking All right. Okay. And the other thing I got is the transfer station. We... we Wanted to brief y'all about changing hours that we accept customers to 7.30 to 3.30. You know, my guys still get there 7 to 4, but that gives us – what happens in the evening times, you get a run at 3.30, 4 o'clock, get in. Mm-hmm. and then I'm paying them guys overtime to, yeah. you know, to stay in work. So mm-hmm. what we wanted to do is stop the scale, the scale customers, their hours 7.30 to 3.30. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have many to, um, like the – the haulers like Republic, or I, I know my guys out of there by one o'clock. But Walthyville, does anyone come? Sometimes Walthyville comes in late, and that that and as a, me and Johnny talked, that wouldn't apply to you know. Okay. You know, another we government. Work with y'all in the cities. We mm-hmm. we gonna get mm-hmm. all y'all in regardless. Take care of your neighbors. Whatever it takes. Okay. Uh, okay. On on the truck now. I mean, you 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 sending that one back, and, and you got to rebid. Mm-hmm. What's going to be the turnaround time for the a year? One, a year. That's oh why boy. I was trying to make that one work. Yeah, I, I, oh figured, boy. I figured it's going to be a while. Yep, because they had that one on a lot in Augusta. Mm-hmm. And if I'd have looked at the truck before then, but I didn't yeah. want to drive to Augusta to look at the truck, and they wasn't going to bring it down here till. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think Mr. Brown want to pay you to go up there? <laughs> he ain't want to go they don't bring mm. it. The next time you want to go, or just send me and Gary. We'll go up there. <laughs> we, we all got. We, we have to go. We have to go through Midway District course. One. District One. District One. Get there. Have anything to do with that? <laughs> Clint, just tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him what we made for you. We helped. You. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mosley, we have done good selling a old junk. I think what ninety-one thousand. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Some of the stuff that brought, I would have never believed it, but yeah, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, sir. That that concludes your. That inc- that, I'm done. You're done. All right. I'll get out of y'all's hair. Mr. Wells. Sir. What about the street sweeper? 
Street Sweeper. I got it. I got the well, other his, guy coming to work uh, tonight. Uh, his, yes, I got to train him. We good? Another okay. guy that had to <clears throat> quit. <laughs> Bring something changing the hours. So. Yeah. Well, now, you let him drive a truck. You didn't give him a broom, did you? I don't know. We got a brand new truck. Nice one. All right. Uh, All right. Turn around. <laughs> Thank you for coming to visit. All right. All right. Mr. Chairman, I know Mr. Dodd's here. You'd, yeah. During the departmental stuff, you might want to. Okay. All right, Mr. Dodd, come on, sir, if you will. Talk about Elsa and what she's doing out there. That was going to be one of my questions tonight. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman, Commissioners, just a quick, quick update on uh, Tropical Storm Elsa. This was uh, the seven, 5 o'clock update. It says the center of Tropical Storm Elsa is located approximately 155 miles southwest of Tampa and was moving north at 10 miles an hour. It is expected to continue that track until later tonight or in the morning and slowly start to turn northeast. Currently, we are under a tropical storm watch in Liberty County and Elsa has sustained winds of 70 miles per hour measured near the center with tropical force, tropical storm force winds extending outwards at 90 miles. Elsa is expected to gain hurricane strength before making landfall sometime tomorrow and will lose strength as it moves inland to the northeast. On the current forecast track, <coughs> the center of the storm is expected to pass over our area sometime tomorrow. The system has slowed, but if it maintains the current speed, we, we may experience tropical storm force winds starting in the morning and lasting on into tomorrow night. These may be winds from 39 to 50 miles per hour. The major impact expected from the storm for our area is significant rainfall. We can expect from two to four inches during that period with local higher rainfall amounts possible. And that was based off of the five o'clock national hurricane brief, sir. Okay. Chair, mm -hmm. my question was going to be tonight to you and Mr. Brown. I didn't know he was coming. <clears throat> but Robert, how do this information actually now get disseminated out to the public? Yes, sir. So okay. we we put it on Facebook. We sent out. Um, I've sent out emails every day since. Thursday, I believe. Thursday, so we've sent it out. I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. so, so we got, uh, I sent it to six groups. The, the commissioners is, is a group. I got a, a public, like when we go to, when we go to, uh, um, when we go to churches or, or local briefs, we, we, we uh, people sign up for Alert Liberty, and then we add them to our email, or our contact list for a, a weather public event. When did you say we'd start getting some of tomorrow morning? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, still, I think Mr. I see Mr. Brown got a look on his face. So, go ahead. Well, we did a uh, we, we we did a uh, Facebook taping this afternoon. As a matter of fact, okay. After National Weather Service briefing that went out on Facebook, and then in that briefing, we give watch Facebook, watch the website. We give out those addresses on there. We also do a little press release that we send over to the newspaper. Although, you know, that's yeah. not really. Yeah. way to get things out really social media is the way to get it out um we also if we get into a serious enough event uh we'll do that push over alert liberty and of course encourage people to sign up there so it'll ring it'll ring and or send text messages to the to where they want well let me ask this question <clears throat> what you send me 
I can also send that out from me to others. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, That's sir. what I'm trying to do. I don't want the circle to be right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the that, that's part. That's that's the hope that people will take it and push okay. it. Okay. Because I remember one time before we had a storm and we got kind of like a hands tapped on. Yeah. Okay. That was so that we all didn't create our own messages. Right. And right. But yeah. we'd love for you to push out that official release. So what we get from him, we can now send it out, which is official, to other Facebook viewers or whatever. And a lot of people share our Facebook. Share it, pages. right? Yes, sir. That's that's what that's I want. To, that's, yes, sir. That's the answer that I'm looking for. You you read that straight from the National Weather Service? What you just said? Not five straight. Five, five o'clock. Well, well. I mean, yes, sir. Not straight, but <laughs> yes, sir. Semi. Abbreviated. Yes, sir. Semi straight. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me a copy of um, <clears throat> the press release. Yes, sir. So we Must thought they was going to send slides at uh, six o'clock, but mm -hmm. they just sent a one pager. They didn't do a slide deck. Yeah. It's a one pager, and I do yeah. have that. Okay. There's an app called Windy W I N D Y dot com, and that's a real good app for yes, tracking storms. Yes, man. We, storms. we use it. That's we got different models that we run use. in our office. Yeah. But we. So anyway, we that's you coming out of Charleston. He's coming out of Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Reason I said that my sister works at Pastor Decent Station in the mornings, and she'll if you give me something that's concise, she'll help air that kind of like mm. Mr. Stephen had get a lot of folk who don't a lot of seniors don't do Facebook, but they're watching WT. They're watching the news, so they'll catch that. I mean, the Weather Channel's great. They'll catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you know, I, but I like Liberty County specific. As much right. as possible, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Because I heard, yeah. why, one of the reasons I asked, I heard that Heinz was sent out a blast this afternoon. Where did they get it from? I don't know. Well, she she had did call Miss um, Heather called our office and then we, we told her she was sharing our stuff. Okay. So mm -hmm. we 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 already y'all collaborated. Mm -hmm. Okay. As long as we can close up that communication gap, right. yes, sir. The better we are. All right. Thank you, sir. Keep us posted. Okay. <clears throat> we'll share one last thing. Tomorrow is our regular COVID update that we do. So mm -hmm. following the COVID update, we're going to also do a storm update okay. at 12 o'clock. So. Oh, okay. At 12? Yes, sir. Actually, I think the COVID update is at 11, <clears throat> 15, 20, actually. Somewhere along there, 1130. And then right. as soon as it wraps up. While we're here, we're going to go ahead and do what it. Is this, this going to be on Facebook? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Facebook Live. <clears throat> we do it the first Wednesday. It will be the COVID update, then oh, the yeah, weather we're move it up. And then the weather update. Then the yeah. weather update. Now, is this just going to be tomorrow, or is it going to be every day until this it'll, goes It will probably just be tomorrow. The event, at the timing of the winds, earliest onset on the winds is supposed to be sometime in the morning. It's slowed down now yeah, even yeah, further. Yeah. I think to about six miles an hour. That's, that's a change, in fact, bad. from 2 o'clock. So... It may take a longer period of time for it to pass over us, but once it hits land, it's projected right. to accelerate and get caught up in the in the front that's in there. And right. so uh, it should be out of our area uh, really by tomorrow night, okay. early th early Thursday morning, 2 a.m. or so in the morning if it stays on track. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> hopefully the 12 o'clock is the only time we'll have to do it. Okay, good. Hope, hope you don't have to do it earlier. Hope we don't. I hope we don't have to uh, come back on later to talk about any damage. That's right. Okay. Uh, I hope Mr. Cheney don't get no more damage. <laughs>
Hey, Mr. Brown, uh, Safe Harbor. Yes, yes, sir. I don't. Miss Kennedy evidently couldn't make it. Well, up. we'll reschedule her. her. We'll Archie board appointment. I'm moving on. Yes, sir, Mr. Chairman. We uh, the your right side is ready. You pick it. You hear that, Eddie? Uh, Mr. Chairman, we make a recommendation that Mr. John B. Long be appointed to the Georgia Forester Board. Motion second that we appoint Mr. John B. Long to the Georgia Forester Board for Liberty County. Any discussion on that nomination? None. All in favor of the nomination presented. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Mr. Chair, one other thing. While you own that, uh, Mr. Brown and Ms. Uh, Maria, myself, we sit down and we went over the uh, appointment voter list, and I think mm -hmm. pretty soon we should have it current like it should be. Okay. Um, we did find a few shortfalls and some who were not attending meetings, so I think Mr. Brown is going to address those with the individuals, you know, later. Okay. And then we should have a current, up-to-date, you know, roster okay. on for the appointment board. Right. See, the right side's got it. Yes, ma'am. He'll. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. We'll be contacting the forestry representative. Our protection agreements. This is a consideration of renewal of agreement. We've already done this one uh, also with Riceboro. Um, this is actually for to do theirs. <clears throat> uh, and that's just to take the unincorporated area, they, their primary response zone is, is down EB Cooper, <clears throat> more mm -hmm. towards Riceboro, mm -hmm. where this covers. Uh, no change in the cost is 13.33 a month. For a 12 month period. We need to do these separately or? Um, you, I, you can do them at the same time, I think. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chairman, they're both the same amount. Okay. All right. Do that. And I will tell you, as far as response goes, they do respond. We haven't had any, any problems with non response. Mm -hmm. All right, Chair Tanner, motion that we approve this agreement for our protection with Riceboro and Walthyville. So move. Second. Motion is second. Any discussion? All in favor? Agreements approved. Renewed. There's an acronym here, Hinesville C-R-S-S-S-A. So you're going to ask me what that is. I can tell you it just right off the top of my head that it's the Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriation Act. Can't run South Side America. And that's not... <laughs> the, the, and I didn't off the top of my head. That is... Uh, it is basically uh, leftover CARES Act money that was given to the state who gave a portion to rural airports. Mm -hmm. This would be to apply to get our $13,000 back. It goes against the operational budget for all the partners, so it helps reduce our annual cost. Okay. Just need a motion to- You said to get it back. Somebody make a motion. Resolution. I'll make that motion. Second. Motion is second, all in favor. All right, get the money back. Right. Announcements. Only to say we'll be monitoring um, and be doing push-outs to y'all if anything changes other than what you've heard, but it's supposed to just be a really a major rainfall event. Uh, Charleston said today somewhere <coughs> probably between three and five with some areas that could get up to eight inches of rain, and that's over a 
be over a 24 hour period to be pretty heavy. Part of the announcement we put out is to caution people in low lying areas uh, to have a plan if they get some flooding. So we're under tropical storm watch. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get some rain. Mr. Brown. Okay, go ahead. Veterans it's going to be a memorial drive. It's over on Memorial. Yeah, down, down by the old uh, calf stand, I think. In that, I think that's right. Coming, yes, off, coming in folks to it from the top of Mo uh -huh. Memorial oh, Drive the on the right-hand side, I think. That's Melissa, right? Uh -huh, Melissa's doing it. Melissa's <coughs> uh, <coughs> investing in her community. Yeah, she's going to be, she, she owned the building. She owns the building. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's written to these people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman. Yes, I'm sorry. It's just got a couple of things. Uh, Mr. Brown, where are we at with the American Rescue Fund? We have a final, uh, uh, the final, they're taking final comments until next week, and then they'll come out with their final determination. That's Department of Treasury. We have two more, um, one with ACCG, one with Carl Vent students to the government next week. And then we'll be ready to come come with y'all. Okay. Again, they're, every update they're due, they're posting it to those NACO sites. So it, it's important to watch those. But then we would come to you, and, and we're going to give you a slide overview of what we've seen, um, kind of get you briefed up. And, and uh, there, there are a lot of considerations. Y'all know that. You've looked at it. Probably set aside some time for y'all to, you know. Yeah, we may, we basically, may need basically to do a little bit of planning. We won't leave you in a void there. Yeah. We'll give you some ideas, but that plan will be up to y'all to spread that where it works. Yeah. Can you give us, or you, would you like to or not to give us a brief update on EMS changeover? Because I have some great, great concerns. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I know is the changeover is going fine. Um, we uh, are still on track for September 1. Mr. Davis is preparing some agreements that you'll have to consider at your next meeting. One of those is to be able to have an agreement with Liberty Regional Medical Center to use their state license because you cannot get it right now transferred to the county. Uh, the other agreement that will be considered as part of that, uh, there will be a land transfer agreement that he's going to bring to you and show you where it transfers that whole piece of property uh, from the hospital to the county. That will be in perpetuity. There will be an EMS um, medical advisor agreement that uh, he will bring to you probably in the mid-month of August for consideration. Had some discussion with, with the doctor about that this week. And there will be one more agreement that's escaping me. But, but so far, everything's good. They're supposed to do Miss um, Jackson, Althea Jackson, over at the hospital. Their HR director and Ms. Troutman have been communicating regular. Um, uh, anybody that applies for jobs over there is also given our package so they understand what's going to happen. They don't come into it in a lurch. Uh, they have scheduled to both assist with onboarding of new employees. Believe it is actually towards the end of July, first part of August, that they're going to be doing that, and that's where they'll officially sign up. Uh, they'll have driver's license checks that are run that insurance companies required, and they'll undergo drug testing that's required. And the reason why I'm concerned about that, you all, because I had the staff experience over the weekend. Call EMS. They came out, checked out, but then they told me that they couldn't transfer me, could not take me to Savannah for the conditions of what I had because they only had one unit in Hinesville, uh, in the county. Now, I know we got more. 
And um, wait till y'all get this experience and you'll know how I feel. So you know what? My family took me. Really? Yeah. Well, the EMTs did their job. I want to make sure that's clarified. Okay. It's the regulation that has them at that point that they can't do anything else. Mm. The EMTs did their job. Okay. Well, good. And they did it well. Well, good. All right. They but couldn't transport because they only on had one unit in the county. Mm. Now, I know we got more than three units. Mm -hmm. Now, personnel is going to still be a problem. I'm just letting you all know that out front, and anybody out there listening, I don't care because it was involved. And not me just because I'm a commissioner, mm -hmm. but any other citizens out there need to know this. Yeah, personnel is going to be an issue coming in. We know that because <clears throat> half the people, I mean, I think to run, we, we, we Mr. Moser did some modeling, in fact, to run four crews, five crews. Uh, it was, it was either. It was four crews all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, you were going to be short. Yeah. Because you have to rely on the part-time people to come in and work, and they're working mm -hmm. other jobs. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that is the mission. It's not going to get cured immediately. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're doing, I think our benefit package is good. We're running those numbers again, you know, through Carl Vinson mm -hmm. to be able to be competitive, which we will be. And uh, a lot of the changes that y'all have protracted to make, that's, that's going to come back, but it's just not going to come back overnight. Mm -hmm. We're already seeing, already hearing, uh, folks that had left uh, that are signing up to come back, which is good news. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're working on the American Heart Association recertification stuff that has taken some folks out of the loop and put them doing some other tasks. We're going to have to rein that back in, but we've also got a cure to AHA problem because our folks have to be recertified. So, uh, but yes, sir, it's, and I don't know what calls this weekend and certainly wish I don't have any control over that right mm -hmm. now, but. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. uh, the last thing is, I probably would not have come today if I had gotten a number like some others has gotten to call in to participate in the meeting, and I did not get anything. If you would, if you would let me know in the future that you want a number, because that's, that's what basically happened. In fact, with Commissioner Walden, he'd say, I'm not going to be able to make it. Can you furnish I, the okay. number? I thought it was a stand-up procedure. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. It, was, it was done by Commissioner request. Okay. Joey, the, um, other than the service that EMS provides and um, the personnel, uh, what about the um, the facilities, the buildings, the grounds? Is is that going to be a, a sub? Uh, who, who does that now? The hospital already already a problem. Um, we toured the building uptown here that needs a lot of care. And, and where is that? That's uh, on South Main Extension. South Main. Oh, main office. So uh, we we took a crew and went around there. Uh, Jerry and his second and all of us went and took IT. Um, basically, have ended up calling a contractor to come by and try to look at it and give us a price uh, to fix the roof and do stuff that needs to be fixed in there. And then you're aware of the building in Midway that we're trying to rapidly get out of this an old dilapidated right. metal building. Um, and should have some plans for y'all to look at next week on that. Talk to the architect today. So, I mean, the, the, the buildings and the grounds, uh, Jerry and his crew would have to maintain that. You yes, sir. And, and, and be, cut the grass and be, be quite honest with you. The light bulb, this, whatever, whatever. Yeah, be, be, be quite honest with you. Um, he struggles with manpower too right now, like, oh, yeah. like everybody's doing. Uh, so, we've had some conversations about him trying to outsource some of his outside lawn maintenance, which would be great because he's scattered in different locations. He may do the ones in a central area, but trying to run the voting precincts, trying to run the midway, trying to run to 
you know, it's, it's, it's more than he can really handle. So I really think that we'll outsource some of that, Commissioner Gilliard, or, or recommend that to you all. Good luck. I mean, you know, we we still trying to get people to cut grass in Hinesville and on Fort Stewart and in Hunter. I mean, it's, it's tough. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I know you're going to be involved in this transition, and I know you got to hire a director, and I I know you probably already know that you can't do that by yourself. So you're going to need to have some help to pay, pick whoever you think. And of course, I mean, we've got Commissioner Thrips on the hospital board, and um, I don't know anything about it, but I know Commissioner Stevens does, you know, as far as whatever you, some of the issues might be out there. I think I'd be healthy when that decision is made. Well, we've already, you know, that's one thing we've had to fast track um, because that's one thing that isn't keeping people here is not having a director. So we took those applications, we closed them out. We had 10 applicants. We've screened down uh, to five, Mr. Mosley and myself. And in fact, uh, Mr. John Deakle, who's the current medical, actually he's running EMS. Um, and we have those interviews scheduled for next week, as a matter of fact. Well, and, and the other thing, of course, Clint's already gone. And I had checked with Clint about you know, his, of course, fortunately, some of us live right here in town. We don't have to worry about the dirt roads, but the, the commissioners on the right side over there, they're going to have to worry about it. Um, but it's probably going to be healthy for us to have a little talk or two before the meet, you know, so we'll know if a individual calls and says, you know, this is happening in Gum Branch or this is happening in Scriven Fork that the commissioners know, okay, this is, you know, we probably need to start having a little bit more. I mean, Mr. Dodd has sent something out every day. I've read every piece of it and I've sent it on, but, you know, we probably need to know, you know, mm -hmm. have you got your resources in the mm -hmm. right place? Clint assured me that they were, so I, I feel comfortable about that. Are they going to be at the fire station in Gum Branch or are they going to be where? So somebody will know. Uh, if the telephones is out, so they'll know that they can go to the fire station and say the trees crossed the line on Dairy Farm Road or something like that. Or I just don't know that, um, you know, we we need to probably start having a little bit better communication and stuff like that. And it may mean that all of us have to get together up here for 30 minutes to decide what we need to try to do. Uh, well, fuel, fuel and stuff like that, I mean, I, I know it's, Right now, it's pretty much a wind and a rain, but um, this is just a practice run right now. I'm saying we probably need to have a um, at least our board because I heard enough questions tonight from Commissioner Stevens that a lot of people don't have Facebook. A lot of people have cell phones, but, I mean, you know, text messages and email, they're not, they're not getting them, so we probably need to do a little bit better job. Not that we're not doing a great job. I'm just saying... It, a little better. Change is good when change is good. I've heard somebody say that before. So. We'll uh, we, we'll do a better job pushing out to you. Um, note well taken. All the generators are topped off. All the vehicle, mm -hmm. vehicles are topped off. All the tanks are topped off. Uh, that's standard. It's just, and they've already been tested and they run. And they run. <laughs> they run. They check. I've seen plenty of them full yes, and they, they don't check. Run. They check themselves. They're automatic checkers. So, uh, but yes, sir. That's some automatic stuff. I think it'd probably be helpful for us to put a pager together for stuff that just anytime these storms ramp up, no matter mm -hmm. what, what shape they are storm, 
it's automatic stuff that we just do. I happened to be there when uh, Jerry was asking Clint those same questions. He went through it like clockwork. Bam, bam, bam. Check, 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 check. Right. Done, boss. Done, boss. But you wouldn't know that. It's some automatic yeah, stuff. He, automatic yeah. emails we send out to department heads that yeah. are even not there about their vehicles that may be needed. Yeah. Uh, damage assessment teams already notified. Mm -hmm. uh, about things that, in just in case they're needed. I mean, we, we well, don't we don't want to let the guard down just because it's a. I, and 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 one of the things is is we've got great employees, and there's probably some of them that may need to stay home because of some reason or another. I mean, we want to make sure our employees are treated right. If we need them, we need them. So let's let them take care of whatever they got to do in their home, and then come to work. So. That's how we should do it. And we had our conversation, mm -hmm. pulled the chairman in for that conversation today yeah. about what to do about workers and with Mr. Dodd and what health department was on the phone for and we decided that we'd work tomorrow. Well, I mean, we're be cautious. So. I, I, I've already said I'll, I'll be here if you need something. I mean, especially on the East End, if you get something me and Gary need to look at. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I don't know, but we're pretty good shape on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before the fight breaks out, Chairman Tanner, motion to adjourn. A move. Second. Second. All right, we'll adjourn. Everybody be safe. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. There's going to be a Facebook. Okay, yeah. All right.